This week's episode of the Berman Hour podcast is proudly sponsored by Hello Productions, otherwise known as Hello TV. They are the premier turnkey live stream concert production company based in Nashville, but can and will travel. They've got shows that they've done in Florida, all up and down the East Coast, but based in Nashville. And that is where the free throw album release live stream that's coming up this weekend was filmed in Nashville. And Hello Productions is a great company. I mean, I work for them, so, you know, they're awesome, obviously. But thankfully, they're also a sponsor of this here podcast, the Berman Hour podcast. So check them out, H-E-L-L-O-O-O-T-V.com. Yes, touring is coming back, thankfully. Yes, music festivals are coming back, thankfully. Yes, regular shows at venues in your town are coming back, thankfully. Yes, but bands have learned over this quarantine and throughout this pandemic that live streaming, when done correctly and produced very, very well, can be a money-making endeavor that is a great investment for artists of all size. Let Hello Productions, the whole team there, myself included, of course, but particularly Paris and Eric, can help you formulate a plan to make sure that you get the most out of your live stream concert event. So again, Hello TV, H-E-L-L-O-O-O-T-V.com. Thanks to them for sponsoring the podcast this week. And without much further ado, let's get it. Hello and welcome to the Berman Hour podcast. I am your host, Jeff Berman. Before we go any further, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, the Berman Hour Podcast, wherever you are listening to this podcast right now. Please rate us five stars. Please review us, write a few nice words, and be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a new episode of the Berman Hour Podcast. We have so many great episodes coming up. I can't wait to share them with you. Before we get into this week's episode, which is Corey Castro from Free Throw, I want to thank last week's guest, which was my brand new baby son, Thaddeus Berman. And I hope you all enjoyed this conversation. It was uh, certainly one-sided considering he doesn't know how to talk. But I hope that you enjoyed the coos and the little bit of cries and the the squeaks and the, uh, well, they were there, but they were uneventful. The toots, the little baby farts. Yeah, I hope that you picked up on that. I hope you enjoyed it. And I want to thank Thaddeus for letting me stick my phone into his face for 20 minutes to try to get some good material. And I hope that y'all enjoyed it as well. Now, without much further ado, this interview that I conducted with Corey Castro from Free Throw was done about a month ago as they started to do press for their upcoming album release show, which happens to be a live stream show, which just so happens to be produced by Hello Productions, the company that I work for, Full Transparency. Now, I had never met Corey or any of the guys in Free Throw. I had seen them a few times. I really liked their band. They have a new record coming out on June 25th called Piecing It Together. And the album release show, like I said, is a live stream, and you can get tickets for that at freethrowband.com. Their new record is going to be very good. And the nouveau emo thing is certainly not my bag, baby. It ain't my thing. But... I've had a soft spot for this band, for Free Throw, for a long time, and I'm even more of a fan now after this conversation that I had with Corey Castro. They are tremendous, and I think they are swinging for the fucking fences on this record, and that's what I want to see those kind of bands 
try to pull off. And and I think that, man, this record is going to really, really put them into a a category all their own, and, and they deserve all those accolades. They also announced some tour dates for the fall, but we did this interview ahead of, like I said, the great live stream that they did that is going to be premiering the day that their record comes out, which is the 25th of June, which is this coming Friday. So go to freethrowband.com to get tickets for their awesome album release live stream event concert. It's going to be so good. Until then, here is my conversation with Corey Castro from Free Throw. Let's go. Castro, free throw. How you doing, man? Pretty good. How about yourself, Jeff? I can't complain. I can't complain. I could complain, actually. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to. Uh, how are you doing and where are you at the moment? Um, I am at currently at my apartment in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, just kind of hanging out. Uh, taking a break from playing some video games, you know. <laughs> uh, but I'm doing well. I'm, I'm doing great. Are you the Hanging Pokemon in person in your band? Uh, there's two of us that are really big Pokemon guys. Okay. Uh, me and then our guitar player, Larry. We Fair both enough. have the same Pokeball tattoo on our wrist. It's like a bro tat. All right. All right. Larry's not here to defend himself. But yeah. who's, who's the bigger Pokemon head? You oh, it's, defi- it's, it's definitely me. Uh, Larry has been way into Pokemon Go lately okay. i'm more of the like go back and play the old pokemons kind of guy nice. uh who would you know go online and play against people <laughs> on my switch <laughs> stuff like that sure sure all right so you guys have a new record coming out called piecing it together mm-hmm. and something that i've been doing with all of my interviews that i've been doing both for my podcast and for hello hangs has been talking with people about what they lost in a year, but also what they gained. Year lost slash year gained. And I want to start this interview by asking you about that because I'm curious of your perspective of anything that you feel you've gained either personally or as a band during this last uh, 13 or 14 months. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's been a year, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, I definitely I definitely lost a lot. Uh, we definitely did not get to tour you know uh which is what we're used to i've been touring i'm i'm about to turn 33 i've been touring since i was 19 mm-hmm. so i'm used to being on tour and then all of a sudden that was just kind of gone uh it kind of ceased to exist we were on tour whenever everything started kind of sure. like shutting yeah. down we had to like drive home and quarantine for two weeks, you know, at home, just hanging out by ourselves. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that we actually did gain. And me personally, I feel like I gained a lot through this process as hard and as dumb as it kind of may have been, you know, to have to like deal with a, a worldwide pandemic and, you know, it's that kind of stuff is heartbreaking and it sucks, you know, but, uh, I feel like I learned a lot about myself over the last year, especially not having my normal routines to fall on. Um, Definitely helped out by seeing my psychiatrist and stuff like that, Uh, getting my mental health a little bit more in line. Yeah. Um, But as the, for the band, I feel like 
if we wouldn't have had this happen, that we, I don't think we would have focused as much on the new record. I think we would have just kind of like written a record in between tours and kind of just, you know, kind of rolled with the punches. Whereas the, because of this, we kind of got to sit back and not have any other distractions like touring or, you know, making sure that the live setup is great and like worrying about all that stuff. Because I mean, in today's world of music, touring and live production is kind of how you make your money a lot it's of the paramount. time. paramount. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it, it, we worry about that stuff a lot. And then, you know, the record, which should be in the forefront, uh, sometimes, you know, you're kind of like, all right, well, we only have this amount of time to get together and write before the next tour. And it kind of like, I wouldn't say it takes a backseat, but it kind of starts to feel like you're taking a backseat sometimes. Sure. And with this, it, it didn't. We kind of all just were like, well, we have nothing better to do than to focus on this record. So, yeah. and I think the record is better for it. Well, they call it an album cycle for a reason, because it's almost kind of like whether or not here it comes and you're back <laughs> on that cycle. And yeah. it, it feels like the reprieve that you guys had this year speaks to the work that you put into the record. I mean, it's it, it, it's in the notes of of what your your management sent to me and kind mm -hmm. of the, the press release that you guys put out for piecing it together. Was that something that you guys were cognizant of as you were putting together this record or were the wheels already kind of in motion before you before this all went down? We we had the idea that it was time to start writing a new record and to like we had already kind of planned a little bit of time in between some tours for writing. Yeah. But then those tours didn't happen, you know, so right. so on and so forth. Yeah. Uh but so but I don't think we really were as cognizant to the fact that like in a way, I think we were writing a, a better record and, and being more productive in our writing uh, at the time. I think I thought we were just kind of like hanging out. We're, we're like a group of best friends. So it's kind yeah. of just like hanging out, writing music. Uh, but now that I look back on it, I definitely think that it was. I'm more cognizant to it now, for sure, than I was at the time. At the time, I think I was just kind of in the zone. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, I hope that in the future that we've learned from this and that we'll actually take more time to, you know, off to write a record. But when you get in the touring routine, the touring schedule, and, you know, our band is pretty well known as a band that will just relentlessly tour nonstop. Uh, it, it, it kind of becomes like a thing where you're just like, yeah, we're, we'll tour, we'll tour, we'll tour. You know, maybe sometimes we need to kind of take a step back and go, Hey, we should, we should like hold off for a little bit and focus on something else for a second you know so yeah. I, th I think we've learned from that for sure yeah that that's pretty cool that's pretty cool and i i would say that anybody that's seen your band or has ever seen any of your videos or you know anything that's visual with you guys they can tell that y'all are tight with each other and mm -hmm. you obviously love each other very much and that kind of comes across in the records as well something that seems to have been extended more so in this record and this is your fourth fourth record, record yeah you know so something that i noticed right off the bat is that i mean it's in the artwork too but it's kind of like an homage to your hometown mm -hmm. the, the yeah. wonderful city of nashville tennessee was that something that you were like yo we, we really got to drive this home or was it more 
yeah, now we're not on tour and we're not, you know, in Tulsa on a Tuesday. Uh, yeah, we're it's actually definitely home. Not... Let's sing about how much we love it, you know? <laughs> yeah, like not being at home, you know, for so long and then kind of being at home for so long. I think it, that definitely played a part in the idea of wanting to kind of pay that that homage, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, not to mention, I mean, I've lived here all my life. I was born here, raised here. And so it was one of those things that just definitely, it resonate, it like resonates with me, but it wasn't like, you know, in the past, it was always kind of like, man, Nashville's just country music. Like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to think about that. I just want to get out of here, you know. You guys went out of your way to like really put like cool hometown markers. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Like dive bars in the video and stuff. And yeah. And we, you know, as you get older, I like realized that it wasn't like, the Nashville like punk rock and emo and, and hardcore scene and stuff that was like lacking. It was just, it's like how many people actually knew about it. The representation. Was like, yeah. The representation of it yeah. was lacking. And so I was like, actually like now that I've been a lot of other places, the Nashville scene is kind of really cool. It's like, it's super tight knit, you know, uh, the shows are always fun and great. Uh, the venues we're so lucky to have like the venues that we do and like the places to play or to go see, you know, bands play. Uh, yeah. So like the older I got and the more wiser I got, I guess I uh, definitely was like, yeah, I love it here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not hating it as much anymore. Sure. I, along the same lines as the actual artwork for, for the new record, you guys did a video for cloud sick that kind of shows you gallivanting around in this almost, uh, scavenger hunt type of atmosphere where you're going to various venues and dive bars but then it takes an interesting turn where you end up at bridgestone arena (laughs) right and then from there you you end up at the football stadium Mm -hmm. was the idea behind the video that that's like it you know like if you will it it will it will come to you you know is that (laughs) is that like the trajectory that you want to be on with with like or that you're putting into the universe you know? yeah, honestly, like man one day we're gonna play bridgestone so we might as well just <laughs> put it in this video i don't think we even thought about that we're all just giant preds fans mm-hmm. and titans fans with the exception of our drummer kevin who uh is the newest member of the band i mean he's been in the band for like five years six years now but he is a bruins fan uh he comes from <laughs> connecticut you yeah. know so yeah uh but I mean, the rest of the band, we're all like huge Preds and Titans fans. And I think that was just more of an homage to our fandom than it was like us actually thinking about, you know, but now that we've put that out in the universe, yeah, sure. Maybe one day. <laughs> that's how I took it. You know, as a, that, that was like, that's, that's smart, man. They're universing that shit. I, I, I mean, it. maybe it was our subconscious universing it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, my next question is, is not an attempt to get you to talk shit about your contemporaries and your colleagues. I assure you of that because I'm not okay. that type of <laughs> of, uh, of interviewer or, or journalist. But it is a genuine thing that I often think about when bands like yours come along and, and certain bands around North America and, and Europe to a lesser extent where each one kind of has their moment, but then occasionally there's like a really big breakout. And sometimes a lot of the bands in that sea of bands get so caught up in chasing each other's tails that they mm-hmm. realize they forget to realize that like there's a bigger world out there. Yeah. Uh, is it fair to say that with this new record, you're trying to make a, a punctuated point to 
differentiate yourself in a polite and respectful way from a lot of the other emo bands that you're, you're yeah with. yeah i mean i i think you know in the past i think we've fallen into that area before where we've just kind of been like oh well like you know this band's doing this this band's doing this and like getting way too caught up in the whole like well the scene mentality yeah and uh with this record that was out the window like we you know we've kind of come to the point where like we know what what kind of music we want to make we know what kind of band we are. I mean, we're all like getting into our thirties now. Uh, I think only two of our members are still in their twenties. Like, you know, we're getting older. We're been a band for almost a decade. It'll be a decade next year. Yeah. So it's at this point, it was like, who cares what the, the scene is doing? Like, I mean, yeah, sure. Like we like that music. Like that's what we wanted to start making in the first place. But there's also the whole like progress, the progression of us as people and like as band to where we've kind of just become our own thing. And I think we really did set out to kind of put that punctuation mark on this to be like, Hey, it's not, we're not just another emo band. You know, we're not just this, this is just, we are us, you know, sure. it's, it's definitely a, we had a, and like, it's hard to say like an indi individualistic mindset, <laughs> because yeah, we're it. a group of people but like as a band it was definitely we did not go into this record with the idea of like well this is what people in the scene are into right now this is you know other bands are doing this like and like going in this direction like all of that was just not even a factor uh when writing this record it was definitely more of just like what do we want to hear what do we like you know uh it it's the first time I think in a long time uh, for me being in bands and stuff for so long that we I've been in a band that made a record that didn't have the idea of like, well, people are going to love this track or like people are going to love this. I mean, we said that obviously sometimes like, oh, I think people will love this, you know, but yeah, you when say we it in the moment it, when you're vibing. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, but people like, are going to go off at this point. Yeah. 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 But I mean, we didn't go into the whole process and, and thought process and artistic creative process of like making the record with the idea of like, we want people to like this. It was more of just like, this is our art. We make it. It's everything else is kind of set aside. And, you know, it, that also kept us from being, extremely reserved like if we wanted to do like a poppier chorus or to do something that would be taken by the emo scene is like not emo enough or like right. not punk yeah. enough you know uh we just threw all that out the window we're like cool if we like it we like it do you guys collectively think about the longevity of your band <laughs> we talk about it from time to time you yeah know? <laughs> uh my follow-up question was uh and how did it become so apparent that you started thinking about it around this record? Um, it definitely, the pandemic definitely played a part in yeah. how, because, you know, we were starting to do big, some bigger tours, uh, starting to play some bigger rooms and kind of move up in the whole like touring world in that aspect of it. Yeah. And then it was just gone. And we all kind of like sitting here in our early thirties, you know, going, oh, well, now we're not making any money or, like, doing anything. We got to, like, kind of, what if this, like, all went away tomorrow? Like, you know, what would we do then? And you start thinking about real life, like, real world 
adult stuff, you know? So yeah, it becomes one of those things where you go, okay, we've been a band for nine years now, eight years at the time when it started, like the pandemic. It's like, wow, holy crap. It kind of flew by. We didn't even realize it. And, you know, we've talked about it as a group, like the long, the longevity of it. And like, is it like worth it? You know? And I mean, we kind of came down to the idea is, is like when this isn't fun anymore, like when we all feel like it's not fun anymore, then that's just, that's the time to say, all right, if we're not having fun doing this, then, and it's just become like an overbearing thing that we have to do that kind of like, like a job, I guess, like the cliche sure. way to put it, be like, Oh, this just become a job now. Uh, and luckily it hasn't for us. We all still highly enjoy doing what we do in the band and we enjoy the creative process of making music and hopefully being able to tour again someday. So yeah, as of right now, I don't see it being a problem yeah. <laughs> of us being a band for a long time, but hey, yeah, hey no, it, that's great. That's great. It seems like it, a, t- a corner has really been turned with at least, you know, what I've been able to hear so far from this new record. And, uh, you know, I'm more convinced now in the, you know, quarter one of 2021 that you're going to be making a free throw record when you're 43, you know? <laughs> and I think that's, a, I think that's a cool thing. And I think it's something that separates you from, uh, you know, a, a lot of your contemporaries. Who, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's definitely yeah. kind of a, uh, an ongoing joke that emo bands don't last longer than like an EP in a record, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, has a release date been announced yet? I just saw that it was summer. Yeah. It, I, I think it's been announced now. Uh, I think it was, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure it was announced because I just saw on our Instagram at some point that the date was up, but uh, it's uh, June 25th. Oh, coming up soon. Okay. Yeah, not too far Excellent. off. All right. So what can you tell us about your performance that you did with our team at Hello Productions in Nashville? Um, we worked really hard to make it <laughs> as cool as possible and kind of uh we wanted to play a lot of newer songs you know uh we also wanted to kind of touch on you know the hits sure uh so we were extremely excited to kind of put together and cultivate this like playlist of things that we would be able to play and uh i'm stoked i'm really excited for it yeah well nothing like having to play brand new songs off of yeah. a studio record yeah, with a bunch of cameras in your face like this. <laughs> that's the hardest part too is uh you know you come out of like you go into the studio with this uh like idea of the songs already in mind and then while you're there they kind of start to change yeah. and like and they they evolve over time and then you go back to play them live as a full band <laughs> later and you're like wait a second <laughs> hold on what did i play right here i completely forgot yeah uh, so it gets, it takes some practice for sure. Oh yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for your Absolutely. time today. We're so looking forward to having this thing premiere whenever it lands into the ethernet and internet for everybody to see it's, it's going to be great. Anything that you want to plug on your way out? Um, all I want to say is just thank you for having me. And, uh, it's right now it's close to mother's day. My birthday is actually on mother's day. So I just want to oh. say, hi mom. I love you. Great. <laughs> Hi, Mom. We love you. And uh, and happy <laughs> early birthday to you, my man. Hey, thanks, man. All right. Cheers. Well, on behalf of everyone in Hello Productions, we want to thank everyone in your crew, your management, everybody in the Free Throw family. Say that five times fast. <laughs> yeah, family. That's a, that's, a, it's a, it's a tongue twister for sure. <laughs> All right. And uh, we'll hope to hopefully see you on the road sooner than later. 
Yeah, sounds good. All right, peace. Peace. There you have it, my conversation with Corey Castro from Free Throw. Again, their new record, Piecing It Together, comes out June 25th. And on that same day is their live stream album release show. You can get tickets at freethrowband.com. So good luck to them. I know this record is going to do wonderful things for them. And I also know that when they start touring again, they're not going to stop. They're just going to keep going and going and going and going. So cheers to them. Cheers to everybody on their team. And of course, big thanks and big hugs to my wonderful team at Hello Productions. See what we've done for the last year and a half throughout this entire pandemic. We have created and produced some really incredible live stream concert events, many of which are free or were free, so you can watch them on YouTube for free. Go to hellotv.com, H-E-L-L-O-O-O-T-V.com. And thanks again for tuning into the Berman Hour podcast on behalf of myself and, uh, my dog and baby who are right next to me. We'll see y'all next week. Let's get it.